How special can the Clemson Tigers 2023 defense be? I'll let safety Andrew McCuba tell you next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as, as well as part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. And guys, thank you all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today. And every day, Monday through Friday, whenever I drop these episodes, you're not just my Clemson Tiger family, but you are my every single dayers. And I love y'all and I appreciate y'all, man. But we have a special guest on, on today's show. First of all, uh, we, we the race for Mike Matthews on when we uh, hit on the prowl. We're talking about the recruiting. Can Clemson close the gap with the Tennessee Volunteers? Uh, stock up for former uh, Clemson Tiger all-time rusher in uh, Travis Etienne. With the Jacksonville Jaguars, we're going to talk about that on segment two. But to start the show, we have Andrew Makuba, star safety from your Clemson Tigers. Let's get into my discussion with Andrew Makuba right now. On today's show, I have star safety from your, well, part of the star safety duo from your Clemson Tigers, Andrew Makuba. Drew, what's going on, brother? Man, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. Just chill on this good 4th of July, man. For sure, for sure. I appreciate appreciate you joining me and the Clemson family on the show, man. Taking some time out of your your, your holiday to, to talk some ball with us, brother. No, absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on here. Hey, for sure, for sure. First off, man, you know, as you saw in the, the pre-recording, you know, I have a son myself. Seen it looks like I saw that you, you know, you and your girl about to have a little boy, man. Congratulations! How's that? How's your mindset once once you knew? First of all, once you knew it was a boy, once that 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 blue all that stuff came about, how did your mindset change, man? What was what was it like for you? Once I once I once I seen that blue man, I was I was excited because I've always wanted a boy. So once once I seen that, I knew it was go time because you know it's gonna be like my little twin, like my mini me. So I was excited about that. But you know, as everything happened, whenever that whenever I got the news and everything, my whole mindset changed. You know, some people might look at it as a bad thing. I'm still young, but for me, like that, just I just use that as more motivation to keep going. You know, so I think about them every day. You know, when I go out, work out, or when I do something, I just think about them, go harder. So it was really a blessing. You know, I feel like that's something I needed for me uh, with everything I've been through. So I just use that as motivation. To be honest, you knowing that I got a responsibility now, so I got to go even harder than I was before. Not for sure. You know, anything with especially as dads, man, kids. Uh... Especially that first, it's your first one, right? Yeah, my first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That first one, bro. I'm telling you, it, it changes your entire mindset. I can tell you from personal experience, you know, I, I was I always felt like I was a hungry individual, but the moment you know my wife brought that test in and surprised me, you know what I mean? And, and then we had the the you know the whole gender reveal and finally I was having my first my first child will be my son. Yeah, the 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 hunger. Like it, it definitely went to a different level, and it pushed me to to a different point. I expect the same for you, man. So yeah, embrace it, man. You know, be there for her. She gonna all the cravings, all that type of stuff, man. <laughs> just, just don't question it. Don't even ask no questions. Just whatever you need, man. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? But, I got you. And after after the spring, and, and, you know, and everything, and we're getting through the summer, man. How are you feeling heading into fall camp? 
Man, I feel I feel amazing, man. To be honest with you, it's probably the best I done felt as far as like health wise, mindset, and you know just everything that come with it. It's the best I've ever felt, and you know I done put on weight. You know I had a good spring, so I'm gonna just you know pick up from there where I left off in the spring where I was doing really good, and just move on to fall camp with it. You said you put on some weight. How much did you add? I done add like twelve pounds. All right, okay. Yeah. Nah, so you so okay, you are filled out on filled up out on us. I feel you, I feel you, man. So I mean, for a lot of times, you know, most people, especially with players that that are athletic, especially defensive backs, adding weight sometimes could be a little a, a little harder for them. Uh, was that easier for you to add weight and still keep your athleticism? Uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't as hard. Uh, you know, with me, I feel like one thing I really struggled on uh, since I've been here was you know eating and eating right. And, you know, once I started doing all that, right, all that stuff, the right things, putting the right things in my body, just things like that, I started seeing improvement. Uh, you know, I see my body change, you know. I can tell how I'm playing, how I'm moving. I feel a lot better. So it wasn't as hard, you know, putting on the right weight. Sure, for sure. So, man, like the 2023 season, you know, 2022, you guys still was able – you didn't have the season that most expected. It was some, some ups and downs. But you finished out yet again as the ACC champions – you know, for you, what's like, especially with going into the second year with defensive coordinator Wes Goodwin, what's the difference heading into that second year of his system? Uh, it should be, I feel like it should be different, uh, you know, because, you know, last year was his first year, you know, play calling, just things like that. And I can understand that, you know, it's his first, it's his first time doing this, and you know, how games be, you know. Sometimes it might be moments where the game is too big, and sometimes, you know, it might be times where, you know, you're not really sure. But I feel like going into his second year, you know, I feel like I've seen it throughout the whole spring, you know, he's built more confidence, you know, he's trusted more of his players. And, you know, I feel like, you know, this gonna be this going to be the year where, you know, he, he do what he's supposed to do and then the defense do what they're supposed to do and, you know, get back on top. Because, you know, Clemson's known to have one of the best defense in the country. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing that. And, you know, he's going to be the God to lead us the right direction for that. And I can't wait to see that. No, for sure. And, and and piggybacking off of that, man, how special can this 2023 defense be, man? Because you, you guys have studs at every level of the defense. And there's, yeah, there's some other good college defenses, but everybody can't say, man, we got two-star safeties. We got great corners. Legit. They have not even – Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Trotter, the two best linebackers in college football, and they're on the same team. Right, and then the, the the load of talent y'all got on the defensive line: Rook, Tyler Davis, Xavier Thomas, all those boys. Man, how special could this defense be in twenty twenty three? Uh, the defense is gonna be really special because I feel like we got experience on every you know every position, whether that's the D line. Obviously, like you said, we got two best linebackers in the country, and we got one of the top corners in the uh you know in college football. Obviously, me and RJ in the back end, and Jalen Phillips. So it's it's gonna be our defense gonna be pretty good, man. I really like like where we at, you know, because uh, you know everything inside our front, and I feel like we got the best D line in the country. So it should be it should be exciting, man. I feel like we should be one of the top defenses uh, when it's all said and done. And you know, we got like you said, we got studs everywhere. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see. But we you know we all got to put it together. Everybody got to do their job for everything to you know be the right way to be executed the right way. So it should be fun, man. It should be fun, and you know, seeing everybody out there. Do what they're supposed to do.
Yeah, for sure. How, how close are you and, and your safety teammate, RJ Miggins? And how does that how does that impact your, your communication, your comfortability, everything on the field? Man, it's a it's a Texas connection. You know, me and RJ, that's my that's my dog. Man, I do RJ all the time, man. RJ is one of them guys you would like to keep around because he's just gonna make you laugh all the time. <laughs> Even when you're mad, you know you gotta have RJ around. So me and RJ Connection is, is pretty dope, man. Me and him clicked on as soon as I first got on campus. You know, he helped me a lot, helped me up a lot in the film room, on the field, and just things like that. And ever since then, we've just been rocking, man. So I'm excited, I'm excited for RJ, man. He finally get what he deserved and the buzz that he deserved, man, because RJ can go out there and play. People Not don't realize sure. that, but RJ, RJ is a ball player, and I'm excited to see what he can do this year. <laughs> Now I I watched the tape, you know, when I was studying you and he kept popping up on tape. And I'm like, man, like RJ's like and I, I thought about thought of myself, I'm like, people don't talk about RJ a lot. You know what I mean? They talk, you know, and I get it. There's a lot of defenders on your team with NFL draft buzz and everything else. But I'm like, man, RJ Mickens is that's a beast back there, man. So I mean, for you, and, and one of the biggest, you know, I say feathers in the cap for you, man, you're so versatile, bro. Like you play Free safety, they put you in some strong, you in the nickel, you down in the box and plus one. Like, and, and this is something you've been doing, you know, since since getting there at Clemson, even with two different defensive coordinators. What does that for your mental process, man? How do you how are you able to wear so many hats, bro? Like you do so many different things for this defense. So the calls, the checks, the assignments, how do you maintain all that from a mental standpoint? Uh, you just gotta know what you're doing, you know. Uh, and I'm, I was, I was my second year, you know. I didn't learn everything I needed to learn. You know, I'd have been in the film room, you know. I feel like I can be, I can be, a, I can be a coach out there on the defense because I know I'm aware of what everybody's doing. So it ain't really as hard, you know, me playing a different position because I'm already aware of what they're doing. I know what they're doing. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard, you know. Just, you know, just, you know, just being out there, being aware of the game, being aware of the situation, you know, what's really going on, you know. You know, reading the play for it happened, just just being able to do that and just being my athletic, my being me, being so athletic, you know, that kind of gives me opportunity to play anywhere. Like you said, you can put me with that nickel. You can put me in a, uh, what's the name, a strong safety, free safety. And last year, I took a couple snaps at corner, too. I don't know if people mm-hmm. noticed that. I took a couple snaps at corner, too. So I feel like, you know, I'm just I'm just a ball player, man. I, I feel like I can do it all. So, yeah, it was it's fun. Not for sure. Is there any safety in the league or safeties that you kind of you just watch, you know, you study and try to pick different pieces of their game to add to yours? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'll probably say guys like Tyron Matthew, uh, Buddha Baker, because, you know, I'm I'm only like 5'11". You know, I wouldn't yeah. say guys like Darren James at 6'3". <laughs> you know, big dot. I'm, 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 uh, I'm a small safety, you know, I'm 5'11". Guys like Tyron Matthew, Buddha Baker, guys like that. That's what guys I try to, you know. Look at their game, see what they're doing differently, and then just add it to my game and hope my game improve. Nah, for sure. I love to hear that, man. Tell tell me, man, your pregame, what is your pregame uh go-to in terms of song or playlist? What you like to listen to to get hyped before the game? Anything NBA Youngboy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Any song by NBA Youngboy get me turned. So that's that's really why I listen to all pregames, Youngboy. Right, right. Yeah. Listen, man. Talk, talk to me about your head ball coach, man. Devil Sweeney. I've seen him. I, I was at the uh, ACC Media Day last year, so I saw him up close, personal. Um, just he, it feels like he never changes. That the smile, the laugh, the kind of lightheartedness, and everything that he that he brings to the press conferences. You see that a lot of times on the sideline, unless he has to get a little lit 
and, and frustrated with some things. But what is he like as a coach, man, on the field and even in the locker room, off the field? You know, one thing I realized about him is he he a guy that likes to have fun. You know, he try to make sure everybody's having fun. He's having fun. Because if he having fun, then you're doing, you doing things right, you know, keeping everybody around you happy, smiles, and just things like that. But overall, man, he he's a good, caring person, a good coach. You know, you know, obviously, coaches got two sides on the coaching side where they'll coach you hard and also love you hard. And the other side where they're, you know, just, you know, all about doing the right thing, you know. But one thing I realized that with Coach Sweeney, if you don't want to, if you don't want to uh, be on his bad side, then you want to be on his bad side, you can't miss class, you can't uh, give no effort, you can't. Just do things you're not supposed to do. That's the only time, you know, he would probably flip on you and snap on you like a coach supposed to because he's trying to yeah. guide you the right way. But overall, the person you see on the social media, on TV, just things like that, that's who really he is in person. And he's just a genuine, caring person, man. Nah, for sure. You love to hear that, man. That what you see on TV, he's like that off the camera when nobody's around. He's the same dude. Uh, You know, for you, man, you know, I know that the defense, you know, being special and, and helping carry uh, the load for this team is big for y'all. But you got – do you have any personal goals heading into the season? Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely got a couple personal goals. You know, I want to be first team all ACC. And, you know, one of my uh, main goals that I want to accomplish really hard before I leave college is get the Jim Thorpe Award, which is the best defensive back in college football. That's something I mean, you know – had on my list since I was young when I make the college, this this the award that I want to get. So that's one thing I'm shooting for, for sure. Uh, I, I listen, and, and you already know that you, with your versatility and everything you bring to the table, your experience, that's that's obtainable, bro. That's that's attainable. You can definitely get there, man. I'm going I'm to ask you three, uh, actually about three offensive players real quick, and we'll head out, uh, and I'll transition to the next segment. But let's let's kick it off with your your star running back, man. What you you got two, Phil Moffa and Will yeah. Shipley. But but Will Shipley is the guy that everybody knows, especially in the you know I'm a draft analyst as well. Everybody in the draft world knows as well. How tough is it? Like wh- how tough is it defending him in practice, man? Because you you watch the games, this dude's everywhere in the backfield. They throw the ball to him, zone runs between the tackles. Uh, what's it like dealing with him in practice every day? Uh, Will Shipley, that's my uh, that's my locker, but his locker's right next to mine, you know. But in practice, man, Will Shipley's a competitor. I tell you that, you know, he he don't care who you is, he going at you. And you know, in practice, you know, he like you said, he's versatile. He can put him, in, he can put him in the, on the slide. You can put him in the backfield. He can run the ball. He can run route, catch the ball. So it, it's kind of it's, it's hard defending Will Shipley, but you know, we got we also got two of the best linebackers. So it's right. always it's always good to see, you know, them going at it. And, you know, it just it's just exciting because I like to see guys compete. And, you know, that kind of gets me going too. I want to get it going and competing too. So it's always good to see, man. Will Shipley, you know, he definitely gonna be special. Uh I feel like this year is gonna be the year for him. It's gonna be a breakout year for him. Him and what's the name? Phil Moffa. So I can't I can't wait with the new offense and everything. So it's gonna be exciting for sure. Now I'm I'm looking forward to that new offense because it's, it's I watched that offense when I studied TCU this past draft and and Garrett Riley knows how to scheme things up and create some havoc space wise for the defense man uh you know sticking with with the offense um your wide you sophomore young wide receiver Antonio Williams man like I you know watched this kid's tape I, I did a se- I did a, a segment on him a couple weeks ago talented dude man what's it like you know watching him in practice and what growth have you seen from him going from freshman to sophomore. 
Man, to be honest with uh, Antonio, when he first got there, uh, his freshman year, man, like I knew, because I play, I play in the slot, because I usually go with the slot receivers. I go against the slot receivers all the time. And just going against him, like I knew his freshman, I knew he was going to be a guy that was going to help us, you know, when the season get here. So Antonio, he like he he really special, and I feel like he still got a lot to grow. And I feel like once he gets his peak, man, he's going to be scary. And I feel like this year, his, he has improved a lot from what I've seen in the spring. And just him, just his transition, his body, and just things like that, his focus. I feel like, you know, I feel like he's gonna be, he's gonna be, this gonna be the year for him also too, cause, man, that dude, he can, he can play, and he a guy that makes me better in practice, you know, cause me and him go at it literally every day, <laughs> trash talking and everything, man. He, like they say, iron shot with iron, iron, so, you know, he gets me better, I get him better, and this year, this year gonna be a good year for him also too. For sure, for sure. And then I'm gonna close it out with this. Your quarterback, man, and Dabble's had a great track record with quarterbacks, with Trevor Lawrence and Taj Boyd and Deshaun Watson. Tell us about Cade, man. What, what have you seen uh, in terms of the growth from Cade going into his first year as a starter? I feel like the one one uh, one area of growth I've seen from Cade was, is his leadership. Uh, I feel like he, now he's more vocal. Uh, you know, he's going to speak up. It don't matter if you play defense or offense. You know, he's going to speak up. And let it be known, and just you know, just just talking to God, man. Overall, K, you know, K is a good. He from Austin, Texas, just like me. He 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 a good person, but on the field, you know, I can see, you know, K can do everything. He can throw, he can mm -hmm. run. So you know, being able to use him in that way is gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I like K as a runner too. Cause K people, K K got sneaky speed. He he yeah. he might he might not look fast, but like once he get a straightaway, he you ain't you not catching him so. You know, I'm excited to see K under the new offense, you know, because I watch TCU too, so they, how they ran the offense and everything. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do under that uh, offense and how how uh, far he's going to carry our team this year because he's going to be the one to do it for sure. Not for sure. And like you talk about that speed, man, you see what, that's that track background, man. He was a, he was a track saying. guy. And you see that he, he definitely can slide. Like people, I, I think that's that's the, the aspect of this offense I'm excited for. Um, you know, with Garrett Riley, he had Max Dugan last year. They ran the ball with him at times last year as well. And I think Cade's a much better athlete than, than Max is. So getting him in that zone read, getting him out on the perimeter, and really making these def these defensive linemen, these defensive uh, ends have to account for him. It's all about playing eleven, making you play eleven on eleven. You know, you know, I know you've heard that 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 phrase before as a defender. So Cade's one of those type of quarterbacks with his athleticism. Like you said, he could run, he could throw, he could do a lot of different things and create, man. So I'm excited to see what this uh, this offense and this defense look like. But guys, that is that that's my sit down with my guy Andrew McCuba, star safety of the safety duo for the Clemson Tigers, man. Drew, appreciate you joining us, day, man. Man, appreciate you having me on here, man. For sure, for sure, brother. Swing at betting on Major League Baseball with FanDuel and get ten times your first bet amount and bonus bets back up to two hundred dollars. You heard me correct, up to two hundred dollars. That's right, just twenty bucks. You bet just twenty bucks and you'll land two hundred dollars in bonus bets, win or lose. It doesn't even matter, guys. There's two hundred dollars that you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the under overs and to also to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use, guys. And I'm telling you right now, no stress, no mess. Plus, what's the best part is when you win your money, you win your bets, you get paid right away. You get paid instantly. It's your money, and you want it right then and right now. 
So what, what am I telling you? There's no better place to bet on all the MLB action than FanDuel, which is America's number one sports book. Sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball. Eyes in the lead, guys. We are talking about former Clemson Tiger running back Travis Etienne. Is his stock going up in the tw- uh, for the 2023 NFL season? Listen, we know, and I, and if you don't know, you're about to know. Let me let me let me give you some some insight on the career of a uh, you know Travis Etienne, five ten two oh five at Clemson. Spent four years. Only two years, he did not eclipse a thousand yards, and that was his freshman year, or his first year, uh, getting bulk of the carries in 2017. Only 764 uh, rush yards on the season, uh, only 107 attempts, right? And then uh, in the 2020 during the COVID year, where they weren't even going to play football, whatever, whatever, and he had 923 rush yards, but still had 14 touch, 14 touchdowns. Even going back to listen, this in four years. As a Clemson Tiger, Travis Etienne, 684 rush attempts, 4,956 rush yards, 7.2 yards per carry, 70 rushing touchdowns, seven fumbles. This is a guy that could do it all, right? Like just a the dynamic, explosive young man. And then you look at, all right, is this going to translate to the league? Is his game going to translate to the NFL? And you know, in twenty uh, in twenty twenty one, he you know after he was drafted, he got hurt. I believe it, I can't remember if it was Achilles or he got hurt in I think camp, and he was out for the season. Well, you know, it was kind of good for him because he got away from that Urban Meyer train wreck of a coaching situation uh, in his first year that Trevor had to endure. <laughs> Poor Trevor, he had to endure that, right? But with Travis Etienne stepping into this Doug Peterson led offense, um, he, he two hundred fifty one carries. In his second year, essentially his rookie year, if you want to use the NBA term, you know, the NBA will take a guy that Ben Simmons missed his whole rookie season, but was awarded rookie of the year, I think the very next year, because that was his first year. It's weird, but if you want to take it that way, this was his rookie season 251 attempts, uh, almost 1,300 yards, 12, not 12, uh, 1,291 yards, rushing over five yards a carry, six touchdowns to uh, five fumbles. So he's got to clean up those fumbles. Um, you want to see more touchdowns from him, but he was just versatile for them, averaging over 3.1 yards uh, after contact, right? Just ability to – his contact balance is good. He's not a physical or violent runner of any of any sort, but he does a good job in being able to uh, put pressure on defenders where you got to make a clean shot, wrap them up. Because if you just take throwing your shoulder into his legs, he's got strong legs, uh, you know, a strong base, even if it's into his core and his midsection, he's able to absorb those hits and, and bounce off those tackle attempts and keep moving, right? As well as he's got a nice little straight arm, nice little stiff arm, uh, kind of like the Heisman in a sense, right? He's got a nice little one. It's not it's not Derrick Henry, right? But it's, it's solid. It's solid. So I think, you know, when you look at what – uh, he, he's going to be able to bring to the table for this Jaguars offense. I remember being at the combine, listening to his head coach, Doug Peterson, talk about the fact that, you know, Coach Peterson said simple. It made it simple. You know, we have to, you know, he believes in a multi-back system. And then what they do, they draft the Tank Bigsby in the third round of the 2023 NFL draft because he wants to use ETN more in space. Uh, even hinted at maybe some special team stuff like punting some punt returns, right? And, and when you have a player that is the, as dynamic as a Travis Etienne, 
with the ball in his hand, especially in space. You want to find ways to get him the ball in space. That's just what it is. So I think when you look at the eyes of the league, man, you know, is his stock up? I think it is, especially when, you know, the Jaguars added Calvin Ridley to this receiving core and and, and drafting Brenton Strange and uh, Anton Harrison on the offensive line. Trevor Lawrence is going to, you know, once the offensive line is, you know, I think is their starting left tackle, Cam Robinson is going to be out for the first I think, what, four to six weeks or something due to, uh, I think, PED suspension. So um, once they get the offensive line and their they're, they're top five guys, there's five starters solidified and everything's, you know, flowing and, and they have their chemistry and their, their level of comfort and comfortability is good, then great. Because what's going to happen is <clears throat> what's going to take place is we're going to see um, the offensive line mesh which will give Trevor more time. But Trevor's ability to throw the ball and his ability to run the ball as well as a 6'6", you know, stallion out there, right, galloping around the, the field when he does break contain, it's going to make Travis Etienne's job easier. I think Bixby's going to make his job easier. Limit the carries. Limit the, the, the level of brutality and physicality he, his body <clears throat> is going to have to face running between the tackles on the NFL, in the NFL, right, against NFL defenses. And I expect that he's still going to have a big season. Um, and I think they are going to split carries, but I think he's going to out-touch Tank Bigsby uh, mainly because of his ability in space and his ability as a receiver as he has developed since his time in Clemson. So that's all. That's what that's what I would say, guys, is is the stock up for, for, for Travis Etienne? I think it is. I think Travis Etienne is going to have a, a, a nice sophomore year going into his third year in the league, uh, his second year actually being healthy enough to play. So, uh, you know, I think I think his stock is up, guys. But you want to talk about stocks on the prowl? Clemson's stock is a little by the predictions on one.com. Five-star athlete Mike Matthews. Clemson's got a big gap to close versus the Tennessee Volunteers. Can they do it? We're going to talk about it coming up next on On the Prowl. On the prowl, ladies and gentlemen, listen, five-star athlete out of Lilburn, Georgia, 2024 recruit, Mike Matthews, six, four, six foot and a half, I'm sorry, 180 pounds, uh, like I said, five-star athlete, right? And what's crazy is, um, looks like he's a consensus five-star, number 13th ranked in the nation per one.com from the looks of it. The fourth rated wide receiver and the third rated prospect out of the state of Georgia. Rivals has him as the number one receiver, the number one recruit out of Georgia. So it's a little variance, but still, and he's highly sought after, right? Because right now, Tennessee, he has offers from Tennessee, your Clemson Tigers, the Georgia Bulldogs, and the the USC Trojans. And per one.com's recruiting prediction machine, Tennessee has, has the lead with a 78 percent chance to land Mike Will, Mike Matthews and um you know Clemson's second with a 7.8% chance. So again, so you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance that they can uh you know close that gap. And when you look at just his personal life, his bio, uh he, he's earned all region, all county and all state honors in 2022 after catching 48 passes for uh uh, uh 1031 yards and 10 touchdowns. He also started on defense with 23 tackles two interceptions, as well as a successful basketball player. I watched his basketball highlights. Yeah, he can hoop. He can hoop. A successful basketball player and juggles both football and basketball at the high school level. Prides himself on his work ethic. Per his quote, I want people to know you can always count on me, Matthew said. I want to be one of those guys uh, to be known for that rather than just being one of those five-star guys. I don't really take breaks. Even during the week after practice, I'm always working and making 
making extra effort. I'm about effort and extra work. Let me tell you, if that's not a Dabble Sweeney uh, special right there, if that's not a Dabble Sweeney player, that's what you want. That's that, that type of thing. One.com uh, has a pro football, a pro player comp uh, to Rashad Bateman. From the uh, from the Baltimore Ravens, he was at he, he played the the University of Minnesota, um, and, and just looking at the the, the scouting report, two way playmaker with elite ball skills who blossomed into one of the top wide receiver prospects in the 2024 cycle, measured at six foot six foot uh, and a half, 185 pounds, uh, with a six foot six wingspan. Prior to his junior season, lines up at both wide receiver and safety for Parkview High. Pairs that length with advanced coordination and hands to result that result in a considerable a considerable catch radius. Catches the ball away from his body has shown the ability to win in the contested uh, situations on Friday nights and in seven on seven settings. A bouncy athlete who doubles as a standout basketball player in high school and on the AAU circuit, still developing as a route runner, but is showing progress as a junior. One of the top overall prospects from the state of Georgia, regardless of the class. So, yes, when you think about what he can bring to the table, um, versatility, right, and, and athleticism, ball skills, but the work ethic. And I'm going to tell you some guys, as, as, as you know, we, we you listen in the first segment, talk with Andrew McCuba, star safety from Clemson. The biggest thing is, like, you know, Dabble wants you to work. If you're not going to give any effort, that's how you get on this bad side, right? You're not going to classes. You're not giving effort. You're not working hard. You're not pushing yourself. That's how you get on Dabble's bad side. So the race for Mike Matthews is, is on, and, and Tennessee might have the lead. But, again, it, it, this is the 400. Maybe we're only at the first 200 that's been cleared. So we got another two, another 100, and then the straightaway, right? And, and hopefully Clemson can – close the gap on that second, on that third 100, that turn, and then take the lead on the straightaway for the home stretch. But uh, it sounds like Mike Matthews, not just his skill set, but the human being, the person, the young man, not the kid, not the boy, not the child, none of that, not the high school, the young man. Sounds like he will be a great addition to this team and, and be able to lead by example, work hard. His work ethic would be infectious. Uh, for someone that might just, I mean, I don't know if I want to put the work in it. I don't know if I want to work out today. Mike seems like the type of young man who's like, listen, well, I'm going to work out. You let me know what you want to do. If you want, if you want to go, let's roll. If you don't, it's cool. But if you want, you want to get better, I'm going. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the facility. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that right there in itself is things that you look for and things that you you really you appreciate. You absolutely appreciate in a young player, man. So, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the race uh, for Mike Matthews. But I, I think that um, I would love to see this young man land in Death Valley, the real Death Valley. Shout out to my guy, Mr. LSU himself, my co-host of Lockdown Info Draft Podcast, Keith Sanchez, 2019 LSU champion. He always we, we always go back and forth about who's the real Tigers, who are the real Death Valley between LSU and Clemson. We all know it's Clemson. So, uh, guys, I appreciate y'all for tapping in with me and Andrew McCuba. Shout out to Andrew McCuba, man. Great guy. Uh, definitely been on, on having him back on again uh, and, and getting to know this young man even more so off the field, guys. But uh, like I said, that's our show. We we talked to race a, a five-star recruit, Mike Matthews. Uh, it's, you know, it's a stock up for Travis Etienne. And we opened the show with one of the star safeties from your Clemson Tigers, Andrew McCuba, for a great and lengthy uh, sit-down and chat, talking, you know, uh, kids, football, you know, song, you know, pregame songs, Coach Davo, all of it, man. So uh, we appreciate 
Uh, appreciate you guys tapping in all the love as always. You know what I tell you, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe, download, and share and leave a five-star review. I appreciate all the love if you do so. Uh, guys, we're on tomorrow's show. We're gonna get back into uh, some more checking the tape. I'm gonna talk about Jeremiah Charter Jr., man, and what I see. Uh, with his game, I already, did, I already talked about Barry Carter, and I spoke so highly of him. So now I'm going to get a chance to really, really tap into uh, the preseason All-American that is Jeremiah Charter Jr. And is the bloodline, is it thick? Is, it, is, is that bloodline running thick from his father, from him to his father in terms of playing the linebacker position? We're going to talk about it on tomorrow's show. But, guys, as always, in terms of Twitter, you can find and follow me there at DP underscore NFL. Talk to me because I talk back, and I appreciate all the love and support, as always, for y'all making Locked on Clemson your first listen today and every day for being my everydayers and my number ones. I appreciate y'all. As always, come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked on Clemson Podcast, Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.